which I was, did feel you know, nice to take a little holiday there in my head, really. Poor Rihanna. And I'm like, but yeah, Salpadine grew my backbone so much getting paid. I think it's tote bag. And Harold 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 God, I'm just probably not going to put this in, am I? Hello again. Hope everybody's hanging in there in this uh, <laughs> strange and uncertain time. This will be... Fuck, I'll be off work four weeks tomorrow. That is insane. I like to think I'm kind of getting used to it now. I've gotten into this nice little routine where I'll annoy different family members and then whenever they get sick of me... I'll move on to the internet and either annoy everyone as a group or different individuals separately so you know there is always something to do and like yeah it can be kind of depressing especially when the weather is so nice and you're like i should be at the canal drinking cans one sec sorry you literally can't get anyone to speak to you in this house and then as soon as you try and do something they start fucking moving around furniture or banging on walls or fucking whatever but um yeah I've been wrecking everybody's heads. It's good fun though. And like whenever I get into like a slight sort of like just generally kind of being down about the whole thing, I do kind of have to remind myself that I'm pretty much getting paid to sit around and do fucking nothing. Watch fucking shit on TikTok until four in the morning. Bake cookies after you see a video telling you how to bake cookies. Or even just sitting in your room talking to a microphone, putting it up on the internet in the hope that somebody gets a bit of a laugh out of it yeah I've, I've been getting up to loads of bits nothing of like any particular ways I've set the goal for myself to be able to do the splits by the end of this which is just stupid really I mean it's nice to have like something to work towards but also like would you not work towards something better um I'm getting pretty close though you can be damn sure this is going to be all over Instagram as soon as I do it and then It'll be all over the smoking areas of every pub in Dublin as I get three drinks into me and start fucking dropping to the ground and doing the splits everywhere. So I suppose yeah, it's a it's a good uh, it's a good skill to have. I definitely think I'll put it to use in one way or another. Before I move forward with this, I want to extend a massive congratulations to my dear friend Rihanna Gavigan for um overcoming coronavirus. I mean, uh, loads of people have done the same, but uh, fair play, Rihanna. She's going to milk that one now for the next year or so. And so she should. So she should. The novelty from her glandular fever has just about worn off. So it's good now. This will keep her going for the next while. Anyway, well done, Rianne. We're all very proud of you. I was actually kind of sick myself last week. Well, not particularly sick. I wasn't really feeling my best. Um, there is nothing like the loss of a basic bodily function to make you realise how much of an ungrateful little bitch you are and how much you take everything for granted until it's gone. Whether this is the ability to breathe properly, which is horrendous, whether it's like winter and you have a cold or summer and you inexplicably have a cold as well or God forbid you have hay fever. I grew out of my hay fever because like grow up but um like anything like that you like a couple of days in it just gets to a point and you're like oh my fucking god I could breathe properly for the last six months 
and I didn't even think about it once. I never placed any value on this thing that I was blessed with and now it's gone. And I didn't even realise how good I had it or I mean having a UTI kind of instills the same sense of like god my life was so good and I didn't realise it. Um, But my one this week was I got I don't know what it was I think it was a little mouth ulcer on like the side of my tongue either that or I bit the inside of my mouth I did later bite the inside of my mouth then as I was trying to avoid the spot that was already painful which just made everything worse but whatever it was it was horrendous like I know it's such a small thing but like the things with like pains inside your mouth it's like they're really hard to treat like they really get in the way like this was on like the side of my tongue hitting off my teeth every two minutes and it was so fucking painful oh my god I couldn't eat for like three days and I'm not even joking like I could barely drink water my mum thought it was from using my vape too much so she took it off me but it wasn't although it did go away after that um but it was just oh god it was just so horrible literally all I could consume for like three days was like tepid soup like you don't realise you don't realise how good you have it until you're still crying as you're spooning fucking room temperature liquid into your mouth absolutely horrendous and like even at that I would still have to be drugged up before I'd put anything near me I couldn't speak that's kind of the main reason why I didn't put up a podcast last week because I literally could not speak for like two days Everybody's fucking delighted, I'd say. Now, what got me through this was the prospect of taking two Solvedine every four hours. So yeah, don't take your health for granted, folks. She says as if that's not one of the like main narratives kind of framing our world at the minute. <laughs> but don't, because I did, and then I couldn't eat for three days, and it was fucking horrible. So that said, a big shout out to Salvadine. First of all, because it actually got me through the entire thing. But also, Salvadine has done so much for me. Now, this is going to sound like I'm addicted to it. So I'm going to stop right there. But apart from the, the painkiller aspect, which, you know, is obviously invaluable to me. Um, Salvadine made me the woman I am today. And by that, I mean, it taught me how to assert myself. Like, because you go in, anybody who has bought anything with codeine in it knows this. You go into the chemist and you ask for whatever it is and they look at you like, I don't know what. And they're like, yeah, what's it for? Is it for you? You know, if you take it for over three days, it's addictive. And you're like, yes, I know all of these things. Have you tried anything else? Yeah, I fucking tried everything. It doesn't work. What's it for? Who's it for? And you're like, oh my God, you need to relax. Like, a friend of mine, Tom, gets me to buy his for him because he goes in and it's like, oh, it's for a headache. And like whoever's behind the counter is like, oh, have you tried this? Have you tried this? And they're just adamant on not selling it to him. So I don't actually take painkillers that much, but I kind of just like having them on me because you're like everyone's hero if you whip out two Salvadine when they have a headache. And I'm kind of running out of like redeeming features. So like being able to take people's pain away is, you know, a pretty nice thing to have. But I have it down to a T now. I just go in. Who's it for? Is it for yourself? Yes, it is indeed. What's it for? Period pains. Have you tried anything else? Yeah. And they're like, like, what are they going to say to that? 
It's like, oh, I'm sorry. My womb feels like it's fucking tearing me apart from the inside. Especially if it's male pharmacists. They're like, yeah, okay. But even the girls are like, oh, she's a good girl here. Do you want 12 or 24? It's 24, please. Thanks very much. I will be 10 euro, please. But yeah. Because before that, I don't know. I'm I'm particularly shy. But I'm also not really like that assertive or confrontational. Or I wasn't. But um, I think just when you're kind of in this like battle of minds with the person across the counter from you and all you want is for your pain to go away you really just you man up like I wanted to do a little feature on the creative and colourful insults I've received from people over the course of my young life Um, I actually don't have as many that come to mind as I thought I did though I have the classic one that was said to me by somebody who I worked with in some capacity at some point over the last couple of years. I'll keep it vague enough for you there. But um, if you had a snooze button, we'd already be dating by now. What? It's what, like that. God, that means so many things. Mostly that I'm just really annoying. And it's like, oh my God, it's like the... So if you had the ability to like silence me, then oh, you'd put up with me enough that we'd be together. It's the, the state of you, the actual state of him. He said it to me, and I was like, "What?" Uh, and you just, uh, yeah, no, that's it's just not very nice. Not very nice at all. You do, you do have to appreciate the that actually wasn't even meant as an insult either. It's like, oh yeah, you're actually you'd probably be all right if you weren't so fucking annoying constantly. God, maybe that was just true, actually. What else have we got? Oh, this is one of my favourite ones. I think about this quite often. Um, It was... At some point during the summer of 2018. So, lovely, lovely weather. Lovely weather in Dublin. God, it was gorgeous. And it was one of the days where I was heading down to the canal to have a few drinks. And I was picking up some drink to do just that in Duns in the Swan Centre in Rathmines um, a few things Rathmines is a weird place it's a a melting pot a broad sampling of individuals in Rathmines like you really do get all sorts people from all over the world people just full of freaks basically there's a lot of fucking weirdos living rat mines and i think that's great but like the swan center is like a concentration of that um so like you never know who you're gonna run into or what you're gonna see people doing and i loved that when i lived there but also because it was like such a weird spot i would leave the house wearing what the fuck ever i wanted i would look like an actual rat I'd be like, I don't care. What are you looking at me for? You live in Rathmines. You're just as fucking weird as I am. Yeah, maybe your hair is brushed, but you're definitely a freak too. I don't give a shit what you think. But also, it was really warm out this day. So I was walking through Duns in the Swan Centre. And like, from what I can remember, it wasn't a particularly like weird outfit. I think it was like a pair of shorts. And like, I don't know, a pair of pink sliders. And like, I don't know, I wasn't wearing very much. It was fucking 25 degrees, but like it was normal enough as an outfit. But yeah, I was walking through and I think I was on my way out of Dunn's with my little tote bag full of 
what was I drinking at the time? Oh, probably something fucking stupid like Copperberg or something. But I was walking out, sunglasses on my head, sliders on, ready to get a few fucking beverages into me. And I just hear somebody like faintly shouting, Shane. And I was like, oh, surely that's not at me. And I turned around and there was this nun sitting down at the table. I don't know what she was doing, but um, yeah, she was like sitting at this table. I don't know if she's like selling brothel tickets or something. I don't know. But she was looking dead at me being like, shame, shame, shame. And I was like, what the fuck? I just kept walking and I didn't ever like think much of it. I was like, oh, she probably just thought I was dressed like a slut or whatever until I mentioned it to one of the girls the other day and she was like oh my god that happened to me she was like I was wearing my repeal jumper and a nun was shouting shame at me and I was like oh my god I was wearing my little pink repeal jumper as well so that kind of ruined the magic of that story really because it's like oh she was just you know completely backwards instead of thinking I was a little slut um, which makes me less exciting really but probably the nastiest thing that anyone has ever said to me i'm pretty sure everybody knows this already because i fucking whip it out every two days or so i'm being like ah this happened isn't this gas it's like oh i used this as a caption three months ago everybody's probably forgotten about it so i'm gonna fucking crack it out again but um i went to someone's debs with them when i was in fifth year school it was the first debs i ever went to my school was weird. I know a couple of other schools did this, but my school, you would ask someone to the Debs just after the previous Debs had happened. So I had agreed to go to this Debs with this fella a year before it happened. Pretty much hadn't spoken to him more than like five times in the interim. Don't really know why he asked me, but whatever. Um, And then went to the Debs it was fine yeah had a bit of a good time didn't shift your man shifted some other fella um didn't really think that much of it and then the next day or the day probably the day after one of my friends at the time was like yeah you tell me that you were a waste of 70 quid i was like what he called me a waste of 70 quid because i didn't shift him at his devs which like fair but like also he insisted on paying for that ticket i was happy out paying for my I don't know, he didn't even get me a corsage and he called me a waste of 70 quid. Yeah, well, maybe things would have been fucking different if he had got me a nice corsage. Prick. But yeah, it's... That's that's all I'm a waste of. 70 quid, like... Come on, I'm definitely a waste of something, but... Surely more than 70 euro. Maybe now, maybe not then. I don't know. I actually had this thing the other day as well where I was like, there's a lot of things that I find, like, embarrassing for, like no good reason whatsoever just things that like bother me in like a weird way and you'd think with the amount of drivel i spent the shite that i post on the internet that i'd be immune to embarrassment but i'm actually not like generally speaking i'm pretty pretty okay with it a couple of years ago now i developed pretty much rock solid immunity to the fear because I think just it kind of became clear at a certain point that I wasn't going to get any better at drinking and I wasn't going to stop making a fucking fool out of myself. So my body as like a coping or like defense mechanism was like, right, well, she's going to die of embarrassment if we keep letting this happen. So now, God, I'll wake up after a night out and somebody be like, you did this, this and this. And I'd be like, gas, that's very funny. And as well, I don't help myself because I do do stupid things. 
I would drunk text anyone like anyone you get three drinks into me and I'm like like even like my mom or like I'll be going through Instagram stories and just replying to everyone and I have like no intention I just like talking to people like three drinks in and I'm like oh this is great this is great to have fucking pictures that I do not give a shite about it's terrible but it's just I wake up the next day and I'm like oh that happened better not do that again and then I do it again like two days later but things like that don't bother me at all but then like the smallest stupidest little things actually make me like shrivel up into myself and I don't know why I can't explain it one of my ones is pronouncing words wrong like that is ridiculous but like the idea of saying a word in front of somebody and it being wrong and like either them saying it to me oh my god mortifying but also like when I do it and nobody says anything or like it's not mentioned and then I find out like at a later point like sometimes months later and I'm like oh my god I said that word wrong where did those people they definitely thought about that in their head for a second and then forgot about it forever and I'm like oh my god I had one a couple of weeks ago I was talking about I was actually like quoting clueless to somebody and there's a quote in that somebody who's like good looking from far away but like you get up close and they're like mm, whatever and it's like a full-on Monet Monet it said Monet in the movie and then I said it to someone who was like older than me and smarter than me and like used to be a teacher or something and he was like it's Monet and I was like oh well fuck sorry it was in this fucking American movie so like I just took a post on that and he was like yeah no it's wrong and I was like oh my god this was uh, about five weeks ago now still think about it like genuinely still think about it most days or there was another time as well where somebody had a sachet of herbal tea and he was like how do you think you pronounce that word the word was echinacea I actually don't know what it is he was like, how do you think you pronounce that word? And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, yeah, but just like guess. I was like, I don't know. For some reason, I was just like mortified at the thought of like saying it and it being wrong. And it's like, why does that bother me so much? And it's not like being incorrect bothers me. It's just, I don't know. It's the same kind of like self-consciousness that I have about maybe like trying to speak in another language or doing an accent. Oh my God. I can't really do accents, so I suppose that embarrassment is actually, like, fairly warranted. But, uh, God forbid I pronounce a word wrong. Another thing, as well, is music. And now, I don't mean this in the sense of people seeing what music I'm listening to, because I do not give a rat's. I have no shame in any of the music that I listen to, and I don't think anybody else should either. I think snobbery over things like that is so fucking lame like it's so like to judge somebody or be like dismissive towards somebody because of like the music they listen to it's just like so reductive and boring like i don't think i'm better than anyone no actually that's not true if in 2020 you have a phone that has one of those stupid squiggly fonts on it i am better than you and like I'm not talking about back in the day like every second person had a stupid fucking font on their phone back in the day you get snapchats off people and you'd be like why is this in fucking cursive but no if you still have that electric chair I'm sorry you can see that like squiggly font and it's like grow up 
You're pushing 30. Anyway. Generally, I don't think I'm better than anyone. And like, um, I have my Spotify activity on public because I'm like, I don't give a shit. Whatever. No shame. I have, I think I have pretty okay taste in music. I kind of listen to like a wide range of things or whatever. Like, but like also I listen to loads of shite. Like I have this condition where like every time I hear a song, I will hear the Glee version in my head. I don't know. Gross. Just very, very immature to me. But what does kind of get to me though is I can be kind of repetitive with whatever music I'm listening to like I'll have like a week or a couple of weeks where I'll kind of listen to like the same couple of songs like you know like the last like six songs that you've saved and you'd like like things on Spotify or like the same one or two albums or one or two playlists and I will just rinse them for like I don't know a week or two weeks or even just a couple of days until I get sick of them and then I will move on to something else but I really get into like stages of just kind of cycling through the same stuff and then my fucking nightmare came through the other day when my friend Kaya texted me and was like this is the fourth time I've seen you listening to Paul Simon this week but yeah I just sometimes I think like you know if somebody's on Spotify often they will see it's like oh she's listening to that Dua Lipa album again has she not listened to that three times already today? Yeah, I have. Okay. I, do, I, I have good taste in music. I appreciate a very wide range of music. But not all at the same time. I do it in little blocks. Yeah, I don't know. I listen to like the same song like 40 times over like the course of a week, a couple of weeks ago. If you follow me on Spotify, you could probably guess what it was. Ooh, if you guess what it was, if anybody can guess what it was, send me a text on Instagram and I will revolute you a tenner. That's fun. Oh, a bit of incentivization here, Zoe. Bit of engagement. We love to see it. I think I am going to leave it at that for this one, folks. Might be a little on the shorter side, but sure, aren't they all? It's all just less minutes that you have to fucking endure me, isn't it? Um... Yeah, kind of go enjoy the remainder of the sun for the evening. And yeah, probably check back in the next week or two with whatever else is playing on my mind. Until then, take care. Keep an eye on my Instagram for shitty screenshots of Zoom calls that nobody cares about except me. And yeah, there you go. There you have it and there you are. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me.